If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM, let's create. There are moments in life that are so special that you have to capture them and save them forever. They are one of those once-in-a-lifetime events, like your baby's first steps, the first time you bring your family pet home, or your daughter's first dance performance. With iPhone 15 Pro, more storage means you don't have to delete anything that can become a lasting memory one day. And it's important to be able to share these moments with family members who weren't there to see them in person. Store more, share more. Connect with iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T. Get iPhone 15 Pro on AT&T and get an iPad and Apple Watch for 99 cents per month each. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Limited time offer. Requires 0% APR 36-month agreement on each. Well-qualified customers. Other terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash iPhone for details. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life. Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Yeah. Welcome to J.Ill, a production of iHeartRadio. Okay, Laia is coming out of her clothes. Girl, I ain't got no windows open, so I don't make no noise outside. So I'm like, let me come out. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all gonna get pure sports bra. You got to come on out, boop, boop. Release. Release. Oh, I felt that. My sister, shout outs, is going through menopause. And it is fascinating. You ain't got to say the N words. You ain't have to do that. You ain't have to do that. I knew you was going to Yeah, I'm just saying it's fascinating. <laughs> I I shouldn't, I don't, I don't want it, but I don't want to not want it. Yeah, you know I mean, like watching her, that, that sweat start coming. I just, I'm, I'm amazed. I'm like, wow, it's happening right now. It ain't fun. I don't think it's fun. I'm I, sure she I don't think it's that. fun either. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, yeah I'm, I'm not looking it. forward to it, but it's a, it's a reality. <sighs> Right, that's my point. Like, I can't dread it either. Nah, we're right. going gonna to have to talk to somebody on the show about that some one day. So we can be About prepared. how to prepare for that. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a common. What it seems like, though, I ain't even going to lie to y'all, like the precursor is just like that the that the thing just gets super juicy that- for about five, six, seven years right before. So it's like. And then it gets super dry. I, and then it goes super dry. I, this is this is what it seemed like. I don't know. I don't want to say nothing because I'm not experienced it. I bind that. So I bind it. What? I bind it. I bind that. What's wrong with you? Mm-mm, nothing. Well, I'm in the midst of juicy right now. So Amen. what we gonna do? We better claim it. Ooh, and you fixed it. Ooh, hallelujah. Mm. What a good time. Ah. <laughs> oh, that's wonderful. This is mm. not appropriate for where we're about to go, is it? No, <laughs> it's not appropriate at all. As you can tell, we are definitely going to have a conversation about menopause. I mean, we just got to. Anyway, today, welcome to J.Elder Podcast. It is me, Jill Scott, and... Aja Graydon Dantzler. Laia St. Clair, ma'am. Yeah, we're all here today. We are going to be talking about what we learn from our fathers. Ooh. Ooh, baby. Okay, first of all, let's start here. Aja, you got a daddy? Well, I have a daddy in the spirit. My dad has passed away. He's been, you know, with the ancestors now for, ooh, girl, it's eight years. 
almost nine. Wow. Actually. Mm. But yes, that's a yes. That's an affirmative that you grew up with the father. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. I did. I did. I grew up with a father. Mm-hmm. Laia? Oh, for sure. I grew up with a father and for sure he has listened to his first episode of J.I.L. because he love a good compliment. Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. And for myself, yes, I grew up with a father as well. He wasn't in our house, but interestingly enough, ooh, my father was my godfather for many years. What? What in the Philly? I'm sorry, what now? What? What 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 in the Philly? Yes, my father was my godfather for many, many years. I knew he was my father because I looked just like him and I I made just like him. It's not even fair. (laughs) I can't run. I can't run. This is my daddy's chance. What you want? Yeah, but for grown-up reasons... Mm. He was my godfather. For how long? For most of my life. Till I think I hit about 23. Girl. 23 or 24. And then yeah. I was just like, what are we doing? Like, seriously. Like, what are we doing? Why, why are we acting like this elephant ain't in this room? Huh? Because so, he, huh? he was there. What was, he, was, he was my godfather. So he was always around. I so want to hear that conversation. So you had the conversation in your 20s. Like, let's stop playing yes. these games. Let's stop playing these games. And he was like, yeah. okay. And I, my sister, who was my god sister, I was like, I'm your biological sister. <laughs> At her wedding. <laughs> and oh my she gosh. Was like, and she was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then we just moved on from there. That was pretty much the gist of the conversation. And then years later, I must have been about 40, maybe 40. And I was like, daddy, let's just take this blood test. My mother, of course, was like, you ain't got to take no blood test. I'm telling you, I know what I know. <laughs> and I was like, doubt me if you want to. I'm telling you. And I was like, okay, let's just let's just do it. She wasn't feeling you. 9.99999. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, got it. Got it. Yeah. So our dads. Our dads. <laughs> yeah. What, what do we learn from our dads? So much. Well... My dad was married five times and he he picked right the last one, but I watched him make financial choices. Um, he was like, how much you got? You got $7? I got $7. We got $14. Let's go. My dad was an orphan. So his thought process was to build. I don't know if it was necessarily to love. So he got married four, five times and divorced four. Mm. Yeah. So one of the things that I I would say that I learned is that I don't I don't have to be unhappy. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't I don't have to do that. I don't have to, you know, I I understand people who want to stay married forever. But I ain't gonna be miserable. Yeah, I mean. Just because it's a vow. (laughs) Yeah, just I'm not I mean it's a it's a big deal. Yeah. Anybody would prefer to get married and stay married, you yeah. know, to have that union and that partnership and that friendship and that hopefully passionate lover, you know, for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've learned that it, it, there's a way out. Mm. And every time my dad lost a house. Mm-hmm. Yep. Every time. And he'd start all over from the beginning. And he would just let them, you know, take whatever they wanted and he would move on. Mm. You know, yeah, I I learned that, you know, let them take whatever they wanted. And he moved on and he Mm. moved on. Mm. I'm just saying that what I got out of that is one that I don't have to stay in a bad situation. And two, not to make choices about marriage. Just financially. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's funny. I always feel strange talking about my uh, relationship with my father because I'm in a I feel like I, I don't know why I feel like I'm in a small collective of people who had like just amazing daddy love. And even in a, a, a home that was like divorced, my parents were got divorced when I was six years old. But me and my daddy been best friends since I came out the womb and he sat there and talked to me about my life. 
and what was going to happen and the joy that I brought into his life. My dad taught me about joy and the differences between joy and happiness. And I oftentimes feel very guilty talking about his love because I, I don't have an equal like bad story to tell outside of the fact that I grew up with an artist. My daddy was a, is a drummer. He's a photographer. So he didn't always have the money. My mom was a flight attendant. She had a job that came with a pension and things like that. And although he wasn't always able to provide for me and some of those Christmases were like bags of thrift store clothes, like the love that my dad expressed to me and showed me, at times I tell him that he has given me so much love that he has made it hard for the men in my life. Because I'm like, I have a standard. I know how I want to be loved. And um, I know it's, it's possible, even though my daddy is a man. So the love that he has for me as a daughter, I'm sure the women <laughs> in his life <laughs> would be like, but wait a minute now. Like, <laughs> because I, too, have had a father who has been married a couple times. You know, he 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 is an artist, a New York artist. <laughs> OK, so he, oh, <laughs> that rent was high. Listen. Exactly. <laughs> well, was high. Uh, he also is, is 80. He's going to hear that I say this. He's 81, but he look every day at 55. So that really wasn't yeah. that high. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right, yeah. right. But as far as like the arts, jazz, music, my dad came up with Michael Peters and Debbie. It's just it's so many things, arts and culture and things that my father has brought into my life that I'm so grateful for, even though we argue almost every other day. And that's fine, too, because he's, <laughs> he's getting older. He don't want to hear about my womanly problems, <laughs> my physical. <laughs> Babe, just talk about anything but that period. But, yeah, it's, it's all... That, that theory. That I period. love it. it. It's always interesting talking about Ron St. Clair because, like I said, he, you know, he, he was there. He was there. The money wasn't always there, but Ron would show up, so... Oh, I love that. And and I I'm sorry that you that that you have to carry that or feel like you can't talk about that because it's so needed for us to know that there are men out there from multiple generations that have shown up for their families and really like loving on their daughters and as black women that we have black women out here whose fathers were loving them thoroughly and beautifully you know what uh -huh. I mean like it hurts me that there's energy where you feel like you have to hold back that story because girl I want to hear that story again and again and again and again and again that and makes again. me that makes me thrilled you and know but it's hard to watch your girlfriend women sometimes who don't have that in their lives and you see it and you see that they didn't have like a foundation of that and if that's all they needed to not go through that issue that they went through, you know what I mean? Oh. Or not understand that that man wasn't good enough for them. So it's just, it's interesting because I know it shouldn't be hard, but it's, yes. Yeah, it's, it's like, yeah, I, I grew up with some daddy love and I, I got guilt. Girl, survivor's <laughs> guilt. Yeah. God yeah. bless. No, girl, let's, let's ditch it. Mm -hmm. Let us, let us take all of your guilt and put it in a tin can and set it ablaze and let it go up into the atmosphere because I'm going to tell you something. That story, we need that story to heal. Yeah. We need like, your yeah, that's story a crown. to heal. Hmm? That's, a, that's a crown. It yes. Is. It's My, a crown. Y'all don't gotta, know. It, this man called me. He'd be like, baby, if I miss your call, it's like missing a season. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. God. Okay. So, Tell your it. father has Tell set it. the standard for what you require in this life, for what you yes. deserve in this life. And because of that, now all you have to do, my friend, is to call it. <sighs> call it. But you mean don't look. Call for it. The specifics of what you want. Well, oh, yeah. In your life oh, yeah. as a partner, you know what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Be as specific as possible. Call it and don't look out the window. Don't pace the floors. Enjoy right. every moment of your existence, but know that it is coming. Mm. That is not myth. That's the laws of attraction. That's what daddy oh, says. Yeah. That's what daddy says. He's like, that is all you have to do. And so many of us, you know, young women, black women, particularly, we didn't see our, our fathers loving us like mm -hmm. that. Yeah. You know, we didn't get a chance to watch, you know, if you had a mother and father together, you didn't get a chance to see them making out or, or dancing <laughs> together mm -hmm. or you know, having an argument and, and fixing it. Yeah. yeah. We're learning yeah. with a disadvantage in so many ways. 
But yeah. I got some odd stuff going on over here because Karima and Ron are like, you know, they check on each other. I make sure like they're friends. My fa- my parents, they're the best divorce couple you'll ever meet. He spends the night when I come to visit. Like, and that's not that's a problem. Beautiful. He got a he got a room. You just stay in grandmommy room. You know, that's beautiful. It, it is. I think that is amazing. Like I said, and, and I feel like we need to make sure that there's room for you to tell this story because. This is also something that for women who do not have this to, I don't want to say live vicariously, but to see a thing exist, you can Uh also hold some ownership to it as well. Because there's going to be a young woman who's going to listen to this episode and she's going to remember that. Missing a call from you was like missing a season. Uh She's going to remember that. She's going to, to, to store that away as a standard to store that away as a standard for not only how love should feel, but how you should give it. All of these things, I mean, honestly, to me, that's everything. I mean, It's value. It's, it's, it's so value. It's such a value. High this value. Place, High such value. a value. Or who you are. Like, oh, I love it so. I love yeah, it it's, so. It's a beautiful thing. I, I, I really want to make sure that we have ample space for Ron Sinclair in this in this moment, mm-hmm. I want us oh, to make. Oh Lord, girl, you said his name. Him. He gonna Lord, he gonna flip. Lord, he gonna flip. Hey, baby, <laughs> let's say the name. Shoot, yes, yes. Because he knows. I get overwhelmed by his love, and I sometimes I'm like, I don't know how to even get that back, Daddy. After you said, what do I? Just the, when you tell me what to I brought to your life, I, receive it, receive yeah. it, receive it, yeah, and know that you're worthy of it. Receive it and know you're worthy of it. We'll be back after the break. Father's Day is coming. A day we celebrate the guy who's always there for us. To crack a dad joke. Well, you know what's not a dad joke? Getting $50 off the Bartesian Premium Cocktail Maker with the purchase of his favorite cocktail capsule pack. $50 off. No dad joke. See, this is a dad joke. I lost my glasses today, and guess who I bumped into? Everyone. Uh, But the Bartesian cocktail maker? It's no joke. Each cocktail capsule contains real fruit juices and all-natural bitters, so Dad can make over 60 premium cocktails he loves. Sidecars, old fashions, gimlets, all with the push of a button. So, for the dad who loves a cocktail with friends and a good joke from time to time, get the Bartesian premium cocktail maker. $50 $50 off now until Father's Day. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get 50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Bartesian, premium cocktails on demand. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. 
my situation with my dad is so complicated because <laughs> I mean, I was deeply loved. You know what I mean? Like my dad and I had a very interesting relationship. My stepbrother said this to me one time. He was like, you know, you know, you was daddy's hip. And that sat with me for a long time because my situation with my father, he was a complicated guy. And so there were times in which he was very absent in my life. And then there were times when he was very, very present in my life. He was good with the love part. Definitely good with the love part. Not so good with the support part. Wasn't really a good husband to my mother, nor to his wife prior to my mother. And wasn't really a present and good father for my other siblings before I was born. And so it just became a very complicated thing about my dad and my relationship with my father, because even with some of my siblings, we just had very different interactions with him. And so having to reconcile the ways that he wasn't able to show up for them just was really real weird and odd for me. So I guess I can understand how Laia's, her old guilt, which she no longer is carrying, but her old guilt, you know, for having that kind of relationship with her dad that was so loving. And you mm-hmm. having a kind of, you know, a guilt as well, a complicated oh. situation because your siblings didn't receive the kind of love that you Ooh, felt. You oh, absolutely. You. Absolutely. Yeah. And let me tell you something. I got very close with my sister and it, it affected my relationship with my father because I was like, dude, like, I can't look at you the same. You mm. know, I knew that things was odd with the two of you, but. But it caused me to second guess and look at him differently. And I always say to my, and, and I have another sister. So, gosh, my situation is so black and messy. Lord <laughs> mercy. <laughs> Y'all. But you are so and, not alone. I don't, so I, don't wanna, I do not want to claim that just for black people because oh, it's right, a lot right, of right, messiness. Yeah. Exactly. You're right. No, you're right. right. You're right. Right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. So, okay. My mother has two children, okay? My sister and I have different fathers, okay? Mm -hmm. But my mother married my dad, and my dad kind of adopted my sister. Mm -hmm. So my sister has two dads. She has her biological father and my father, Mm -hmm. okay? But all of that's interesting until you add into the fact that my father had three children before I was ever born. And so he was living in a household with me and my sister, who was not his biological child, in many ways raising her mm-hmm. at the time that my parents were together when he wasn't involved with his other children's lives. Oh, oh, so oh. this is it gets very, very messy. They you don't feel no saying? type of way about you, though. Right. They understand that. That's no. him. OK, no, no. I'm, I'm well, surprised at that because. You know, I got cousins right now that don't like my ass because I grew up in grandma's house. That like well, I like I, I had think... something to do with it. Like <laughs> like I chose where I lived, or you know, like they're still annoyed by my very presence because I grew up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm sure that there were complicated feelings, particularly when I'm very close to one of my sisters, and I'm sure that I know that there were complicated feelings when she was younger. Obviously, you know, all of those things, but we're so close now. Yeah, it don't even all matter. Of that is, yeah. yeah, all of that is whatever, whatever. Water under the bridge. And water under the bridge and just so layered. And so we mm-hmm. all working through our stuff. In terms of what I learned from my dad, my dad has been a person who always made me feel like I just was the dopest person in the room. Mm. Like he just was like, I never questioned that because he always made me feel like I was funny, like I was smart, <laughs> like he was always listening. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And and so I always felt like, yeah, like my daddy think I'm special. Fuck y'all. Right. right. You know what I mean? Like right. I just always felt like, okay, I'm good to go. But I also learned from my dad that that whole thing that Maya Angelou says about what you said and what you did, but people will never forget the way you make them feel. Mm-hmm. I've had to reconcile that my dad showed up in ways that were not good for other people and how they felt was important. And I had to learn how to separate that from myself. That's hard. Because that's my blood. And so I've had to reconcile who this person was as my father and what does that mean about who I am. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. And I learned from my dad that, yeah, you can be funny and charming and you can be all these different things. But you got to be aware of how people feel and, and you have to mm. show up as the person that you say that you are. You just have to do that because it affects people for a very, very long time. You know, it's funny. Care, Care Gaines and I were just, were just having this conversation a moment ago. And we were talking about fame and how challenging it could be because, you know, you know my position. I'm still like, listen, we all people don't put nobody on no pedestal. They're going to fall off. It's just the way it is because everybody's people. Anyway, um, I was saying that the tough part is that you might catch somebody. Somebody might catch me on a bad day, a literal, a literal bad day. You know, something in my family, something in my body, something, just something that's heavy to me. Mm -hmm. And I've learned now to say something like, listen, I'm not in a good place today, sis. Mm, I'm just, I'm not in a good place today. Because Mm. you're right. What they remember is how they felt. So, you know, they walk away with this. Well, she was so nasty. She was mean. She was, she was just that and the other. Instead of that, I'm like, okay, look, let me just be up front and say what it is. But you're absolutely right. You know, it's how people make you feel. And with my dad, I was short. I was in school. I was at Temple and I was short, $800. And I tried to figure out how, just because I was trying to get through the semester, how I was going to get this $800. I don't know. So I called my dad and I said, dad, can I borrow, you know, trying to be a big girl, can I borrow $800? He said, yes, Jilly, I'll bring it to you. So he shows up, gives me the $800. I paid my tuition and I, you know, I made it a point to get that money, to get that money and put some aside, put some aside so that when I gave it back to him, it would be the whole $800. Now, by the time I got the whole $800, I literally had maybe $17 to my name. So I was like, okay, my dad is going to be proud of me. He's going to, he's going to say, oh, oh, thank you, Jilly. And then he's going to give me it back or he's going to give me some back, you know, just because I did my, I did, I did what I was supposed to do. And and I'm his daughter. You know, you know, I'm huffing and puffing through school. I'm working two jobs. We all been there when we think, you ain't going to make me give this money, daddy. Yeah, I thought that he was going to give me at least some of it back. He took that shit and put it in his pocket. And we continued the day. And I was like, okay, at any time he's going to go in that that envelope. And he's going to give me something back. You know, at least $100. At least $100. That That man kissed me goodbye and went on about his business. I was so mad. I was so mad. Oh, I internalized that thing. And at that point, I was like, I will never in my life need a man for money again. You used the borrow word. How you mad? You used the B word. You used the B word. The L word, which was loan. Loan. You should have said, can I have? If only you said. I should have. I played myself. (laughs) I played myself, but it it did give me a valuable lesson. I decided. I would never in my life again have to borrow or uh, get a loan from a man again in my life. So I'm wow. talking about some, like somebody that's in my life, like a boyfriend. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, while other people are looking at, you know, I'm supposed to date a successful actor or a successful singer or a successful something. I do not think about money at all. Because you ain't going to take none from him. I ain't going to take none from you. (laughs) Right. And now with the state of prenups and agreements, you ain't going to take nothing from me either, motherfucker. Get it out of here. Get on out of here with the bullshit. Get out of here with the bullshit. But listen, no, no, my dad ain't never had no money, girl. So that's Mm, whatever. I wasn't never going to borrow shit from my dad. But like I said, my dad was big fun. Now, this is one thing. and And then I was sitting here thinking, I was like, oh, shoot, I didn't think of this through enough. As a parent, I'm fun. And I, I got that from my parents. Both my parents were yeah. really fun people Word. to be around. Mine too. But my dad was big fun. Yes. Oh, girl, yes. Like, my dad would take me ice skating. But he couldn't really do it that well. But he would skate top speed, girl. Yes. And- <laughs> 
top speed. And he had this brown coat that he would fall on the ice and all the white from the from the ice would get all over his coat. And it was just embarrassing to me. Like, <laughs> he didn't care. He, he was didn't having fun. He didn't even wipe it off. Yo. He didn't care. When, when it was snow, he would break open the um, cardboard box because we didn't have no money. Oh, so yeah. Had no, the cardboard. Yeah, the cardboard box. He'd break open the cardboard box. Girl, you would think he's doing this for us. No, no, ma'am. He's going down the hill first. Head first. Running start. Running start. You understand what I'm saying? Asia, did y'all ever do the paddle boating on the basin? You and your dad? Oh, yeah. Yo, me and my dad yeah. used to do that all the, the time. The paddle boat. Y'all, listen. I mean, just fun. Yes. Just goofy. Yes. Goofy and fun. Yes. Sing. Well, sing with me, dance with me, all those different things. Very, very goofy. Because mama was but, strict and daddy was the fun one. Right. Dad was the fun one. But in my household, honestly, I won't even lie. My mother was really fun, too. Oh, I so had was fun my, Oh, God. Let me... But, hold on, Asia. Hold on, hold on, because she might be listening. Girl, Let me just say this, mommy. I didn't mean that you were strict. I was just saying you was more, <laughs> more strict. And more I had strict. so much fun. And thank you for taking me around the world. Yes. Girl. Fix it. Fix it. I'm on my way. <laughs> the thing, though, about that for me, again, it's just, like I said, complicated. My dad... That made it hard for me when I became an adult and I had to have boundaries with my father mm. because I was in love with him. You understand why what I'm did, saying? Why'd you have that he, boundaries? Because he was messy. He was a drug addict. He was a liar sometimes. And, you know, you talk about borrowing money. My dad would borrow money from me. My dad would borrow money from other people. Like, I'm saying all this to say, and and, you know, May God rest his soul, but I got to be honest about who he was. And it was That's hard why we're here. Because, right, you know, and when I got older, I felt like I'm mature. I'm not a baby anymore. So now mm. I have to deal with you like an adult. Mm. I can't just let you get away with it because you're my daddy. And because I love you. Because mm-hmm. you make me laugh. And because you're cute. Because you're handsome. And everybody think you're handsome. And they say I look like you. So I must, I must be handsome too. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and... You know, and all of the the ways that I was so attached to him and it was painful because it was like the daddy that I love, I got to let him die Mm. to deal with the reality of the dad that that other people don't love and that he is. Uh And so that began my adult relationship with my father, which was so off on, off on, off on. Mm. So much so that two years before my dad passed away, for two years, I didn't speak to him. Mm. I had a unfortunate incident with him involving my older sister. And I just decided that I was no longer going to be communicating with him anymore. And my husband warned me against this. He said, listen, I have a complicated thing, too. I got a complicated daddy story, too. He was like, but you care about that relationship. And now you... And you in here lying to yourself about how much you care about it. And he was like, if something happens to your dad, you're going to be devastated. And I was like, no, I'm right. I'm correct. And I was correct. This is where it gets tough with parents. I was right about what I was upset about. But how I chose to handle it, it isolated our relationship worse than it had ever been my whole life. I'd never gone my birthday not talking to my dad. Mm. I'd never gone holiday seasons and things without speaking to my father. And I didn't talk to him for two years straight. And I got a call literally right after my birthday. We had not spoken. This was the third cycle of birthday going through. We hadn't spoken, got a call. And it was like, he'd been diagnosed with cancer. And I drove down to see him. And oddly enough, my mother was with me. My mother was in Philly at the time and she drove with me and we went down there. And I hadn't laid eyes on my father in two and a half years. And so when I went down there, I walked into the room and he was in bed and he looked sick. And I walked in there and the two of us just cried. Probably for about the first 30 minutes that I was there. And I just laid in the bed with him And we just cried and cried and cried. We didn't say nothing else to each other. We just cried. And it was the pain of the mistakes 
it was the pain of the non-consistent nature of who he was in my life. It was all the unsaid things, all of the stuff. And we just cried that shit out. And then eight months later, he died. And I'm grateful that I had that eight months because it was pancreatic cancer and that can be really, really aggressive. So I, I'm grateful for the eight months. In that eight months, I feel like I made as much closure as I could have. And I was okay. And I was with him the day that he passed. You know, so I'm grateful to have had that moment. But I always think about my dad, my relationship with him. And I'm still learning things about that relationship. And what I learned from that whole journey was that a person is a lot of things. And that we just... A lot of things. A person is a lot of things. You cannot compartmentalize a human being. You know, we've been talking about this when we talked about our mothers, you know, mm -hmm. and, and humanizing our mothers when we had that conversation. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's the same thing with our fathers. Yeah. My dad is the kind of guy who would who would yell, uh, hey, baby, out the window. And then he would turn to me and say, oh, that's your cousin. And I realized that not every woman. <laughs> it took me a long time, but it took me, you know, to realize that not every woman that he was yelling, hey, baby, was family. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. he was, I say was, and it's not fair. Mm -mm. But my dad has dementia. And he's at the state where the majority of the time he sleeps. You know, um, he, I had a moment, fucked me up. It, it fucked me up. I, there's no other words for it. I went to go see him and my dad flirted with me. Mm. He thought I was my mom. Mm -hmm. And patted my ass. Shit. <laughs> no. I left oh, no. out of there with this strange sound in my spirit. It was a strange sound, and I I, don't, I didn't know what to do, but but just like be weirded out and, and crying, and I had to, you know, realize mm. like my dad doesn't he don't know who I am. Mm -mm. Yeah, he he has no idea whatsoever. If he don't see you every day, he really it really ain't gonna. He didn't know who I was. Mm -mm. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. and that was hard. And then before he had to go to a home, my dad is an ex police officer. A retired mm. police officer. And um, he had gotten to a point where he couldn't stay at home anymore because sometimes he didn't know who his wife was. Yeah. And if she Dangerous. walked in the room and startled him, you know, he very well could, yeah. could hurt her or, or you know, worse. Yeah. So he was put into a home. And it's just, honestly, it's just been downhill from there. The Before that, though, this was the one that got me too. He had been diagnosed. I could tell because he had visited me in California for Famous. That's our our Christmas time. Uh, they visited for Famous, and he was driving, and it was so reckless. It was so scary that when I got back to my family, I was like, "Daddy can never drive again. Like he can never drive again." And I knew it was, you know, it was progressing. The dementia was progressing. The next day they were leaving. My sister and my brother-in-law and my nephews were leaving. And uh, I was standing next to my dad and he pushed me. He pushed me like a stranger. Mm. He pushed me out of the way to hug my sister goodbye. Mm. Oh, <sighs> oh. Hard though, like real hard. Like I almost... Like, get the, the fuck out the way. Like, yeah, it was yeah. that. And there again, I was just like, okay, he doesn't know who, you know, he didn't know you at that moment. You know, at that one moment, he didn't know. And I, ooh, I, I was, I went through the whole thing. Like, that's how he really feels about me. Oh, you know? no. I know. Oh. I, I'm, but I did. But it's dementia. But I did. Yeah. I did. I went through the whole thing and I was like, that's how my dad really feels about me. You know, his, it's like when somebody's drunk, but that ain't, it ain't it. At all. You know, right. I was thinking, you know, true sales. These are real feelings. Drunk. Yeah, no. Right, no. right. No, no but yeah. I definitely did that. And that was a lot. So, you know, him pushing me was one thing. And then him going into the home and, and flirting, that was something else. Like, it was like tearing 
the relationship that I had, you know, with my father apart. Mm. Just dementia just was destroying it. Yeah. So it made it really challenging for me to go and visit. Very hard. And, uh, you know, I have to say that the the staff where he was, they didn't help much, you know, um, because I'm really there to visit my father. And they oh. would come in. Okay. They would come in on our meetings and, and you know, want to talk, talk to about something, you know, that I, I really I don't even have the headspace. I'm looking at my father who can't say words anymore. I'm looking at my dad who who just groans, you know, and, I, you know, that was that was another challenging portion. But the last time I went to visit him. There was nobody that I knew in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he was he was. He was gone. He was gone. So you working on cherishing what you knew? The man that you knew? Like, how do you take care I, of yourself in that way? And I just, oh, I grieve him. Yeah. Yeah. I grieve him, even though his body is still alive. And, you know, I just grieve him. And my stepmother, you know, God bless her, she definitely, you know, makes it a point to always visit and to, you know, to, mm-hmm. to talk about him. Mm-hmm. You know, she goes there and, and before COVID and she's watching a football game. She put a hat on him, you know, an Eagles mm-hmm. hat and stuff. And after a while, I had to ask her to please stop. Sending you pictures? Just stop sending me pictures because he don't he ain't in there. He doesn't yeah. look like he's in there. He doesn't seem aware of his surroundings or what he's doing in any way, shape, or form. It was just painful. But she's you dealing know? with it the way she can deal she's with it. She's dealing with it, but I'm the asking way, her um, not to make me deal with make the way, you part the way of it, you're right. dealing with it. Because I right. can't take it. Right. I can't yeah. take it. I, I find it, you know, like, you know, <laughs> it's like when people put clothes on dogs. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that dog don't want that damn them boots on. <laughs> you know, like, you know, like I, I, that's the only thing I can think of at the moment. But just, just, yeah, I understand what you mean. So the last time that I went, and I know that it's the last time that I'm going, but I send representatives just to see, you know, how he is and how his room smells and mm-hmm. all of those things. And the last time that I went, and he just was not in there. And it, at all, I rubbed his hand and I, I smelled him. I used to, I love the hair on his hand and on his, <laughs> on his arm. I love that hair. I could just rub it and rub it. And I rubbed the hair and I talked to him and I told him, you know, all the places that I forgive him, you know, and that I, I hope that he would forgive me too. And, you know, I let Jet see me mourn my father in front of my father. Mm. Because, because he's my son. And that's his grandfather. Mm-hmm. And I needed him to know that I love my dad. Yeah. I needed him to know that, you know, even though, you know, he's not himself anymore. And he's in this place that that he needs because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. it's he's heavy. Like, you know, just trying yeah. to take it's it's a lot. Yeah. And he needs 24 hour care, you know, mm-hmm. and and consideration. So I cry real hard and I mean, woo, okay? The whole game, all the snot, all the tears, all of it. I kissed my father all over and I, I asked him to, you know, relinquish. Yeah. You know, to, to let go. Because the only thing if, is, is his body, you know, just, just go. So... As selfish as that may seem to mm-hmm. some people. I actually mm-hmm. wasn't. I was really, as you were talking, Jill, I was like, damn, he's still here. So in a way, I guess you feel like you can't even speak to his spirit because he's still here. But when he's when he's not here, you'll have his spirit. You'll have access to it. And it'll just feel, so I'm just yeah. saying, it did not feel. It's a, it's a, it's a limbo kind yes, of feeling. Yes, yes, yeah. It yeah. Is, it's, it's like, mm-hmm. I feel so sorry. Like, I feel like he's trapped. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like, he's just trapped. It makes there. perfect sense. Oh, boy. I mean, it makes sense when, when the week that my father transitioned. Well, let me, let me, uh, let me just say oh. this last part. Mm, I'm no, so sorry. Uh-huh. No, no, go. I, thank please. you, Aja. I, I, I walked out of there 
with Jet and I cried some more and a white butterfly landed on me and stayed for a while and flew away. And I laughed. I was like, okay, Dad. Okay. Like, I, you know, just... Mm-hmm. You know, those moments matter. Those moments matter. And the, the fact that the butterfly landed on me and stayed, I was like, thank you, Dad. You know, that we... I just felt like we made our peace, you know, whatever peace that we needed. Because, like I said, I was his goddaughter for a long time, and he he rolled with that. I know that I wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't ride with that. There's no way that I wouldn't be like, wait a minute, hold up, Mm-mm. this is my baby. You know, so that whole not being claimed thing, despite what anybody else is trying to say, um, fucked with me. Did you have that conversation with him ever? Yes, yes, we did. We had that conversation. We had to. And yeah, why did he say to. that he did the thing that you, you know, you would have never done? Well, it's a tough situation because this is my mother's story. That's right. So I just, okay, never mind. Sorry, Miss Joy. And I'm not trying to get you into the trouble I've been in. So I'm going to just, yeah. let's just close you know, that it's, up. It's, yeah. it's her story to tell. Yes, it is. But nonetheless, they had an understanding and an agreement. Mm-hmm. And they proceeded in life with that. That's I was what not, I thought. So if he I was not privy. Right. To that understanding and agreement. Right. Mm-hmm. All I knew is that my sister, you know, was getting all of the daddy. And I was getting Godfather vibes. You know, shout out to the Godfathers. <laughs> but yeah. nonetheless, you know, so that that was a that was a thing. Yeah. And I'm still you see me, I'm I'm still over here clutching my pearls because, you know, he's still he's trapped in there. I just feel like he's trapped Shoot, in or, there. Or is he? You saw the butterfly. I, I, the body. Uh, the, the, the Yeah. You know, I Maybe he's back and forth. Maybe yeah. he's not. Maybe he's only, he, uh, you know what I mean? We can't pretend to know the spirit. No, we can't. No, we can't. We can't. We don't know it. We don't know it. No. You know what I'm saying? We can only put our intentions out there. And you did. You did. Yeah. You put your intentions out there and the spirit communicated with you in the ways that were familiar to you. Yeah. Glad yeah. your receptors right. was open. That yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I when I talk to God, y'all, I, at this point, I'm like, listen, you know me. Make it real plain. Make it real plain and simple for me because, mm-hmm. you know, when it's too convoluted, I, I go into myself and I start thinking my own thoughts and things. Just make it real, real simple. Yeah. You know, please, yeah. for me. Thank yeah. you kindly. Yeah. And I felt like that was confirmation for me. That's what I needed. That my dad said, okay, baby. More conversation after this break. Dad deserves something really nice for Father's Day. But let's face it, we usually don't do it. Big gifts are for Mother's Day. Picking something up on the way is for Father's Day. Well, let's make Father's Day something this year with the Bartesian Cocktail Maker. It whips up over 60 premium cocktails on demand, each ready at the push of a button. And right now, you get $50 off the Bartesian Cocktail Maker when you buy one pack of Dad's favorite cocktail capsules. Dad will publicly love that you saved 50 on the countertop machine that crafts premium cocktails on demand. And he'll secretly love that you splurged on him for Father's Day with the gift of a Bartesian. Because the only thing that lets Dad know he's the world's number one dad better than a world's number one dad coffee mug is an artisan cocktail in his hand. Make dad's Father's Day and Father's Day cocktails with all natural juices and bitters without making any mess at all. Visit B-A-R-T-E-S-I-A-N.com backslash father to get $50 off the best premium cocktail maker for dad at the best price for you. Artesian. Premium cocktails on demand. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the summer sunsets on summer savings this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of 
a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Diamonds Direct has done it again. This month only, get ready for an offer you can't resist. Buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. That's right, a stunning diamond tennis bracelet at no extra cost. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. So hurry into Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet will not last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. I think of these men and what they know of love and parenting and as black men from a certain age group and a time period and not saying that this is not to excuse anything that was done to anyone, right? But just how much of these things are they really capable of, you know, just in Mm -hmm. terms of just all of the, all the things that they have to grapple with and what they just didn't understand and know. He was talking about talking to Kiera earlier, and he's such a part of a newer generation of Black fathers. Mm-hmm. Husbands. And, and uh, husbands and fathers, but particularly fathers, because, and he has a little girl, which mm-hmm. is, you know, right. And it's like, you know, they have, ooh, a skill set and a language, a vocabulary, an emotional vocabulary, a life vocabulary that is different than what our dads. It's new. It's yeah. new. It's new. And, even, and even they wouldn't have to, it. And they wouldn't have it if not for what our dads went through, too. Had that's to go right. through. Yeah. And that's the thing. So I remember when, during my dad's eight months, we talked about a lot of things. And he told me something that he had never told me before. He said, I worried if my daughters would find good men. Oh, shit. He said, I wondered, I oh. worried if they would. He said, Fatine has mastered something that I never could. Mm. He said he understands how to hustle with his family in tow. Yeah, that's beautiful. He said, I didn't know how to do both. I would have bawled. And he said, and I'm so grateful that you found someone that understood the things that I wasn't able to teach you about. But he didn't have the resources to do it also. like I'm not saying that he has a lot, but he didn't have any it's just so different different time it's just so interesting so uh, of course yes you're right and as i've pulled back the layers and also too as i've learned more about history in general it helped me put my own father into context mm-hmm. you know we know that our dads went to war right you know mm-hmm. not all of them mm-hmm. but Mine we know did. our dads went to war yeah mine was supposed girl, to girl yeah that is traumatic yes i'm so that glad is- mine didn't yes because you're right you're right. My dad went from an orphanage to war. Baby. Listen. My dad's My dad's father, his own father, passed when he was 30. So you have a situation where he went to war. My father also went to prison. Yeah. Can I tell you, my father didn't mm. go to war, but his experiences in the army were so traumatic that he was good on it. He was right. like, the things that I saw, grown men, it just, it's, I'm good on it. Yeah. So... You know, and I, I think about these men and the kind of emotional, I don't know, wheelhouse, whatever we expect from them. What did what the man say? Where within? Where with the wrong? Yeah, where with the wrong? That we we needed from them, but that how can we really truly expect for them to have delivered it? I don't know where my daddy got it from being born in 1939 and the youngest of nine. I do not Girl. know. I don't know. I don't know where he got his love from. That's why I know he a, he's a, a, what you call that, unicorn in a way, so. Girl, and you know what? And I hope that you're able to get a good deal of his story. So as you- I'm working know, on, oh, Asia, I'm working on receiving better in that way and not being a daughter and just going, yeah, 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 I heard that story already. 
I'm, I think we got to be better with yeah. that as kids. And it's better, you know, if you record it, you know what I mean? Just put your little phone down and, and listen to your father talk about stuff, even though he said it a thousand times. Because those stories, my dad, my, <laughs> those stories... Yeah. Oh, Jilly, I was I was in uh, Hawaii <laughs> and they wanted me to sing a song. And I, I've got this great picture of my father all young in his little in his little uh what I was about to say costume, uniform. Mm-hmm. And he had one song, one song only, and they he was singing all night long. I got a gal named Boney Maroney. She's <laughs> as skinny as a stick of macaroni. <laughs> sing it. All the time. And they, he said, every time they would cheer and celebrate, he said, I sing it again. I sing it again. He said, I entertained everybody all night long. And they would say, Bonnie Moroni, Bonnie Moroni. He must have sang that song good. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. They might have just been bored. I've heard him. All right. I'm going to listen to my daddy tell me this story one more time about his mama yanking him off the of stage because the kids were singing, jump down, turn around, sing a bell of cotton. Um, jump down, turn around, sing a bell of hay. Oh, Lord, not my son. That's the, not my son. <laughs> my son ain't about to do that. That Geechee grandma said, not my son. <laughs> Come on, Geechee grandma. Come on, Geechee grandma. Geechee grandma. So, well, my, 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 my dad loved jazz. He was addicted to jazz. And my father is famous for, he's a D.C. native, sort of, that is famous for having said that he much prefers King Pleasure's uh, version uh, of... There uh, I go, there I go. The, no. He he must yeah 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 uh, Moody's Moody's, Moody's 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 King Pleasure. King Pleasure. Okay. Yeah, Pleasure. yeah. That's the original. No, James there Moody go, with Clay, right? Is James Moody oh. with King Pleasure? Is that the original? Yes, James yeah. Moody with, with King. King Pleasure. Oh yeah, Jill. That's the one right there. Yes. Come on, play it, Jill, please. Oh, this is me, my daddy song too. Pretty baby, you are the soul who snaps my control. Such a funny thing, but every time you're near me, I never can. Oh, Angel, it's so. You give Good me a tears, smile babe. and then I'm wrapped up in your magic. There's music all around me, crazy music, music that keeps calling me so very close to you. Turns me your slave. Come and do with me any little thing you want to. Anything, baby, just let me get next to you. Am I insane, or do I really see heaven in your eyes? Bright as stars that shine up above you in the clear blue skies. How I worry about you, just can't live my life without you, baby. Come here and don't have no fear. Is there wonder why? Come on, ladies. I'm really feeling in the mood for love. So tell me what. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. Hey, Daddy! J.L. the podcast. Shout out to the fathers. Thank you. Ron St. Clair. Thank you, Ron St. Clair. Thank you, Will Drummond. Thank you, Richard Burris Gray. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, if you have comments on something you said in this episode, call 866-HEY-JILL. If you want to add to this conversation, that's 866-439-5455. Don't forget to tell us your name and the episode you're referring to. You might just hear your message on a future episode. Thank you for listening to Jill Scott Presents, J.Ill, the podcast. This podcast is hosted by Jill Scott, Laia St. Clair, and Aja Graydon-Dantzler. Its executive producers are Jill Scott, Sean G., and Brian Calhoun. It's produced by Laia St. Clair and me, Eve Jeffcoat. The editing and sound design for this episode were done by Christina Loringer. Guys, can you hear this windows open? A little bit. Okay. Mm-hmm. A little. It's not going to make you hot, though, because, you know, I don't want you to start, you know, 
I don't have these problems right now. I'm okay. Just, I'm just warm because it's warm. Sure, sure. Sure, sure, boo. Sure, sure. J.Ill is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Your new home journey starts at Fisher Homes, where everything is red, white, and new. Explore exclusive summer savings and start your journey by selecting your ideal home site and your dream community. Choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans and bring your style to life at the Lifestyle Design Center. Are you looking for a quick move-in ready home instead? Fisher Homes has options for those, too. Fill out a form to connect with a new home advisor at fisherhomes.com to get started today before the sun sets on summer savings. Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of 1 carat plus and receive a free natural 1 carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high-ranking officer in the Secret Service. An Assassin Comes to Town, a six-part podcast. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts.